What's up, internet listeners? Welcome to episode four of Shazam, podcast brought to you by myself, Scott. I'm Ben Riley. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Garrick. And we're not talking about the uh, the movie review this week, unfortunately. See, Scott kind of dropped the ball. Um, <laughs> no, actually, actually, Scott the was the only is. one who didn't. <laughs> yeah, Scott... Uh, Scott watched it. I watched the first four. We just we we didn't get around to watching it, unfortunately. So sorry about that. But next right. week, <laughs> next week will be the movie review of the Adventures of Captain Marvel. This week, however, um, there's plenty of things to talk about. Um, starting with, I think the biggest news: the Suicide Squad cast is official. Um, we've got Will Smith as Deadshot. Ooh. Um, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like him as an actor, so, I don't know, it just seems weird. When's the last thing he's been in, like, latest thing? Uh, uh, probably After Earth. Yeah, that's all I can remember. Did you know that's his Mm. first flop in over 20 years? Rightfully so, it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, his son is in it, so that's gonna happen. Well, isn't that right before he became crazy? might be static shock. Uh, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Jaden Smith has always been crazy. <laughs> oh, probably. It's just before he unleashed it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Babies remember. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that's what he said in that interview. Yeah, babies remember. <laughs> what was it? His what was his sister said because life. Because life. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody listening? has yet to read the interview. I forget who actually interviewed him, but Jaden and Willow Smith did an interview for some magazine, and it's just, like, off the chain crazy. Like, it's almost like they rehearse, like, okay, everybody knows we're crazy. Let's just really ratchet it up to 11. <laughs> Either they're the biggest trolls this world has ever seen, and they're darn good at it, or they're just... Wow. <laughs> So Will Smith is going to be playing Deadshot. <laughs> right, um, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> now, for those of us who've watched Arrow, Deadshot is also in that, played by a completely different actor. Um, I know it was pretty much a lost cause to hope that anybody from the TV shows will be in the movies. It would but be nice, though. Are you guys disappointed or happy for the change? I or? like the guy who plays Deadshot right now. I wish, I wish like they connected there. Their mm-hmm. cinematic universe with their televisionatic universe. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that because I, I know you kind of wish that Green Arrow was more accurate to the comics. Well, I wish that. I guess after the new 52, I guess he's become more like the new guy, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm only guessing from what I've read. But, um,. Yeah, I wish he was more like the the old uh, Oliver Queen, you know, cracking jokes and being <laughs> like a less uh, dark version of Batman. But right, I mean, he's he's done a good job with what he's got, and I think it would be interesting to see him on the big screen. Mm. Jeff, have you uh you've seen season one, so you've seen Deadshot, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Now, do you think, do you like that guy? I mean, I think he's fine that... for a TV show where you see him for 20 minutes a week. But I don't think he would work right. necessarily as, like, a movie villain. So Yeah, he is a little bit over the top, So, I, I think getting Will Smith is a good uh, upgrade, so to say. Yeah. And he is a good actor. I mean, I think when a lot of people think Will Smith, they immediately think Independence Day or which is a great movie. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Which is a great TV show. <laughs> I, Robot. <laughs> right, but I, which right, was an okay right, movie. Right, but I mean, as far Aww, as... Oh, I like that but movie. I, I mean, as far as, you know, I, I don't think people really think about, like, his role in I Am Legend. You know, he's an actor that can play a more serious... Oh, definitely. You know, role. Um, Not that I'm saying Suicide Squad needs to be super ultra-serious, but I... But the, it's going to be. The Pursuit of Happiness? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, he's a good actor, so a, a great actor, even so. I I think it'll work. Um, the thing that got me is that I read that Zack <laughs> Snyder was executive producing Suicide Squad, and that made me cringe yes. a little bit. <laughs> oh, ye 
doubter of oh, Snyder. Oh, I'm not saying I'm doubting Snyder. <laughs> I think Snyder is great. I just don't want every single DC yeah. movie to be Snyder-esque. I get that. Um, although, to some degree, I kind of like... I don't know, I kind of like see him as, seeing him as, you know, that the DC movie guy. You know, he did Watchmen, he did Man of Steel, he's doing Justice League. But I can get the, the counter-argument, too, that it becomes too... Mon- to, uh, Except you gotta you gotta weigh in the balance because even though like we were big fans of those movies, Man of Steel was very polarizing, and there's a lot of good points on the other side that say it sucked. Watchmen was very polarizing. I mean, you yourself have said that the theatrical cut was crap, and some people yeah. Like, well, that what that though I would say had nothing to do with Snyder. It was all the studio for uh, cutting it. Yeah. But yeah, the Man of Steel argument I can. I can kind of get why people didn't like it. I, I disagree with a lot of their points, especially the one thing I don't, I can't stand is when people say he destroyed the city when he didn't, um, when Zod was the one causing destruction. But yeah, but all that aside, well, uh, well, well, it was his lack of concern for collateral damage and not taking the fight away from Metropolis when he very well, well could. Dude, what is save the Man of Steel say? debate for when we get the Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how right. the, the man. That's going to be a while. <laughs> from him killing Zod to save the Man of yeah. Steel debate for the Man of Steel review. <laughs> oh, it's so far away. Also in Man of Steel, I think we still ha- we still have to do the first one from 1941. We got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, or at least we we should probably at some point have just a uh, wait. Once the next movie comes out, we can. Or once we know more, it, let's just move on. <laughs> All right, so so uh, yeah, we got Will Smith as Deadshot. Um, Tom Hardy, aka Bane, plays Rick Flag, the group's leader, which I know nothing about. I'm not. I haven't read Suicide what's Squad. What's his What's his uh, code name? The Flying Flag. I don't have no idea. Um, I think he's just a. I think he's just a colonel. He's the military guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he has him. Yeah, I think he's just Rick Flagg. He's like the leader of the Suicide Squad. What point. I know about the character, which is really just today's cursory internet search, was there's he's Rick Flagg the third, and his grandfather was uh, one of the original members on the World War II Suicide Squad. Um, and then his mm. dad was, and now he is, and I guess they're just like the military leaders or whatever. Oh, like han- they're handlers, mm. okay. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, like like not Amanda Waller, but like, I'm guessing he'd be more the leader in the field type oh, thing. Oh yeah, imagine. okay. So, I think, like I said, I haven't read Suicide I Squad. Either. So all I know is really from not much. Arrow. <laughs> no, uh, actually from <laughs> yeah. Justice League Unlimited. Ah, uh, see, I haven't watched a lot of that. I watched the first cartoon. Didn't watch a lot of Unlimited. I need to though now that it's on Netflix. Dude, it's awesome. All right, so we got him, um, and we've got the, the one I'm most excited about, uh, uh, Margot Robbie, I guess is how you say her first name, Margot. Yes. I'm assuming it's not Margot, <laughs> but Mar- Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie is playing Harley, yeah, she's playing Harley Quinn, who I think is a, I think that's perfect. Um, I've watched a scene from, I think, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street with her in it, and the way she talks, the way she acts, everything, the way she looks, she's, she'll be perfect. Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah, part of me was kind of, you know, hoping against hope for Tara Strong to play Harley, but she is, uh, I mean, she's not old by any means, but she might be too old to play that character on screen. And it it does seem like Margot Robbie can do the voice, so. And then uh, someone I'm assuming will have less of a prominent role in the movie, since I'm assuming he's not going to be on the squad based on what we've talked about before. Uh, Jared Leto is going to be playing the Joker. Which I guess is kind of polarizing from what I've been reading <laughs> online. I mean, you won an Oscar for playing a lady, so yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah, I think he's a great actor, but I like him as a singer better. Never really enjoyed his yeah, acting. Just... Yeah, I just found that out. Like, I think just the other day, I, I was listening to uh, um, "This Is War" and I looked up some stuff about Thirty Seconds to Mars. I had no idea that that was him singing. Yeah. Wait. So. <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> yeah, he's the lead singer of Thirty Seconds to Mars. Jared Leto. Wow. Is. Yeah, it's weird, right? His cousin. 
and some other guy. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously there's been a lot of legendary Jokers in the past. Uh, Mark Hamill, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, the underappreciated Cesar Romero. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts about whether he'll emulate one of them or maybe just taken in a whole new direction or I can't see him being one of those jokers necessarily. I hope what they do with this, I think DC mm -hmm. has really lost sight of who the Joker is for their cinematic universe. I mean, um, the dark Knights Joker was, I mean, obviously it's iconic and it's, it, it's a cultural staple now, but that's, that's really not the Joker when you stop and think about it. Uh, oh, excuse me excuse me <laughs> no no I, I wasn't talking to you okay wait <laughs> okay well, wow so Heath Ledger Heath, um... Heath Ledger did an amazing job it was an amazing performance it worked great for the Nolan movies but that that Joker was all about anarchy and just that's that's not really the historic Joker figure from the comic books the, the Joker that is most historically represented by the books is a cold calculating murder machine who like he only kills like um there's a panel from uh it's called um whatever happened to the cape crusader and it's kind of a it's kind of a death story was it written by neil gaiman i think it was um and it's uh it shows like batman's funeral and it gives like a bunch of what if like how batman would eventually die and it's bruce watching his own funeral because he's dead he's a ghost watching his funeral and the joker shows up and he pulls his car up and there's this kid on the side where he's like hey kid watch my car and he's like the kid's like well you're the joker you're gonna kill me he's like kid i only kill when it's funny and what would be funny about killing you and that that's the joker right there that one panel yeah. sums up his character and yeah we nolan joker isn't very funny no that How much I, of a I, joker he had the magic really... trick <laughs> that, that one magic trick it's, i i hope we can kind of get back to that with the movies a little bit and i think jared leto could could maybe pull that off yeah i think the thing with Heath ledger's joker and like you said it's iconic i don't i think we all love the dark knight but i mean it is a very different it, it, i don't want to see that kind of angsty joker again it worked for the nolan batman universe which is a very different thing but if we're going for something more like in the comic books which seems to be what they want to do with the cinematic universe then yeah we need the clown prince of crime we need you know i think we need the Joker who I think Mark Hamill is the ultimate current example of um, that, you know, straight out of comics, just, you know, he does everything because it amuses him. Um, yeah. He's not trying to prove a point. He's just, he wants to do whatever he thinks is funny. So, and I think Jared Leto could do that. I don't, I don't know what he'll sound like exactly. I've never heard him like do a Joker voice. So, <laughs> um, but they, every Joker has pretty much sounded differently except for, Troy Baker because he's doing he's carrying on Mark Hamill's legacy basically right. in the video games now but uh yeah that'll I don't know that's something where I'll have to see him you know in a trailer really before I know what to even think about it or at least see pictures of him because right now you know he's looks like Jesus so <laughs> I just can't picture him as the Joker yet until he gets a haircut um, and some makeup and shaves so um, let's see here. Court, uh, Jai Courtney, oh, yeah. is how you say his name. Um, he's going to be, uh, Courtney J, I think. Yeah. Oh, here it says, uh, Jai, Jay Courtney, but maybe it's reversed. I don't, I don't know. know. But, uh, now it says here he'll be Boomerang. I thought it was Captain Boomerang was yeah, the Yeah, it is Captain Boomerang. Maybe they just shortened it. Could be. I hope it's, uh, this is a little bit of a diversion, but I do hope that the cinematic universe doesn't do what the Arrow universe does, you know, taking the first word out of everybody's <laughs> name, you know. It's not Black Canary, it's Canary. It's not Green Arrow, it's oh, Arrow. Oh, well, okay. It's... <laughs> uh, that, the, the Canary was, uh, was, the was yeah. uh, whatever her name is. Sarah. But she's Sarah. going to, be, yeah, Sarah. She's going to be the Black yeah, Laura Canary, was gonna be. I'm pretty sure, at least. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know, it still annoys me. Just because they seem to do that a lot. I mean, they still, they're still they still not calling him Green Arrow, which... Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But Captain Boomerang, or Boomerang, depending on if they go that route, I guess. Um, which, I don't know, they might... The only argument I could see for them calling him, if they 
if this is more than just a typo in this article, if they do go with Boomerang as his name, I could see it just because it looks like Captain Boomerang is going to be in the TV universe. So maybe they want to differentiate the two a little bit since that's happening, like, you know, right now in the show. <laughs> so it's not that far off when this movie is going to be happening, but... Yeah. I don't know. And then, uh... Kara... Devil, man, I'm just terrible at names. Cara Delavine, 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 <laughs> whatever her name is. She's going to be playing uh, Enchantress, who I did not know DC had an Enchantress. I just know about the Marvel one. Yeah, I immediately thought of the Marvel Enchantress when you said that. <laughs> right. Now, the only thing I know about her is that she's playing a character in Paper Towns, which is the upcoming adaptation of John Green's book. But I haven't actually seen her in anything, so... Hmm. Yeah. What's weird about her is that she seems to be the only... Not the actress. Uh, Enchantress seems to be the only character that's, like, supernatural on the team. Hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work. Is she actually supernatural? I think she uses magic. Hence yeah, so here she's a sorceress. So. Hmm. Yeah, apparently David Ayer will be writing um, Suicide Script as well as Suicide Squad script as well as directing. So, now what has he done? Was he involved with Man of Steel? Who? No, he just David had Ayer. Fury come out, the Tank movie with Brad Pitt. Oh, okay, that's where I've heard his name. All right. Has he done any DC stuff? Not that or... I know of. Yeah, it doesn't look like he has. All right, but so yeah, I don't haven't seen anything he's made. I guess he wrote the first Fast and the Furious movie. Really? But those are good yeah. movies. So sad what happened hmm. to what's his name? <laughs> oh yeah, the um... you should watch them. They're really good. I hmm. I personally recommend anyone to watch them, even if you don't like any of them but because they're they're good movies you know so we should watch them even if we don't like them no it's like <laughs> you can just turn your brain off and and enjoy watching people <laughs> watching i guess you, fast cars watching beautiful people have stupid problems but with fast cars <laughs> so like arrow but yeah. like arrow but with you know, dry racing <laughs> don't don't give scott more reason not to watch arrow <laughs> yeah we're already having trouble convincing. It's a good movie. But you should watch They're it, girl. Movies. I don't know. And I especially The Flash. You should definitely watch Flash. They're saying, I have them on Arrow on DVD now, so even if you want to, like, borrow it, or, you know, get tied to a chair and I force you to watch it. I mean, whatever it takes, Netflix. really. I mean. Boy. <laughs> oh, uh, it's David Ayer directed um, End of Watch. Oh, uh, that's never heard of that. police movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyone seen that? Yeah, I know about it. Okay, it's that was pretty. Like, yeah, that was good. It was pretty realistic. So. Jake Gyllenhaal. His name sounds familiar. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He was Prince of Persia. Yeah. Oh, isn't his like sister? Uh, yeah. In the Batman yeah. Maggie begins. No, she was yeah. in. She was in Dark Knight. Or no, the second one. Right. Yeah. First one was uh, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Right. Weird how that happened. Must have had some crazy plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> It's less less weird than what happened to Rhodes in Iron Man. Does Rhodey look different so. to you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's an old I'm glad, YouTube I'm reference. I'm glad you got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a 2009. Blast from the past. <laughs> Who? To the... Did you say Sophie? Wait. No, con continuity. Hmm? Oh, I, no, no. Sophie looked different to you. I didn't hear what you originally said. So, Rody. Rody. Oh, okay. Come on, Derek. Keep up. <laughs> I can't hear. To be fair, it was a six-year-old YouTube reference. So, okay. has he made like any Sophie more videos recently? Like, what? Yeah, he's he's made some stuff. He doesn't do it as often now. But in case anybody's completely lost, we're talking about the Marvel versus DC YouTube videos, where the guy has like action figures from Marvel and DC. You know, I'm a Marvel and I'm a DC. Those videos. Man, those were old commercials, too. <laughs> I'm a Mac, and I'm a PC. Who gives a crap? Oh, yeah. 
that was a long time. Wasn't that a Justin Long, the walrus guy? <laughs> I think so. Anyway, <laughs> so we have one other casting thing. This is just a rumor, which I'm hoping isn't true. Um, there's a rumor that Oprah Winfrey will be playing Amanda Waller. Oh, I doubt it. I yeah, really doubt it. It seems pretty out there. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty think... cool, actually. <laughs> I mean, she is an Oscar nominee, so she's got the acting chops to, you know, do stuff like that. But no, I, she's I got the like... acting jobs chops to uh, make dramatic movies. Like all the movies I think she's ever been in have been like historical fiction or something like that, where where you know you're trying to make your audience cry, kind of thing. Hmm. So I don't. The only thing is, like, yeah. The only the only thing is that uh, just my only experience with Amanda Waller is from Arrow, and if the character is anything like that, I'm gonna despise her no matter who plays her. So I don't care that much. I she's guess. Kind of. Just she's a lot better in. Well, she's kind of okay in the comic books. She's a lot better in the um. Cartoons. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, don't know. I, just, I can't stand her at all. Oh, yeah, just she's all the things she's arrow. done. <laughs> she's yeah. Which Scott wouldn't know, but. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Whatever. Really into much arrow. So, alright, sort of some older news. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago, but it was like right after we recorded our previous um, Shazam. So, yes, not a couple weeks ago, last week. Anyway, whatever. Um,. Guillermo del, del Toro. Wait, did we already talk about this? Yeah, did he? I can't remember if we talked about this, but anyway, he he submitted his uh his script to Warner Brothers for the Justice League Dark film. So yay! I didn't hear about it, but that's interesting. All right, maybe we didn't talk about this yet, but yeah, he uh the, the only thing that worries me is, and this is more of the whole you know I like I like the TV shows. Why are they changing it? Type of thing is that Constantine is perfect on the show. I really don't want to see somebody else playing Constantine. I think Guillermo del Toro could do a good job with Constantine. He's pretty yeah. good with sci-fi well, fantasy. I just really want them to have Matt Ryan. You know, even if it's a different universe, just cast him in both anyway. <laughs> Especially if the show's going to get uh, canceled, then bring him on to the movie. That would actually be really cool. He is if perfect. the show did get canceled, they'll be like, all right, yeah, just come, come to the movies. <laughs> yeah. Or even if it didn't just you know, say that that show exists within the Justice League Dark movie universe because it hasn't been tied into the CW universe or the uh, Fox universe. So. Yeah. Which... And it is pretty much close to the comics from what I've heard. I haven't read much Hellblazer, but... Well, this says right here that Matt Ryan, who is the actor who plays Constantine on the TV show, has said that he would love to take the role to the screen. Yeah. Um, so maybe Del Toro will bring him on. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so have it. Have Jeff? Have you watched Constantine yet? No. Or? No. Uh, well. <laughs> no. You all judge me for not watching Arrow. God. <laughs> oh, very much. The judgment is. Judgment's the it's, same. It's no up matter there. What you do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of judgment deflected onto Jeff now. So. <laughs> same biggest, amount. Biggest thing I'm hoping show. for: Swamp Thing. Eh, right. I've never been a fan of Swamp Which Thing. <sighs> Man, you two are just like gonna go to war at some point. <laughs> I welcome in as a as a uh, an opponent. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So this week we had Flash versus Arrow. Tune in next week for Scott versus. Gary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had. Uh, Jeff, uh, blah, blah. Scott, I assume you've read just some Justice League Dark stuff since you like the Dark DC. Kind of. I flipped through a few of their books. I haven't actually picked up any of the um, like uh, trade paperbacks of Justice League Dark yet, um, but I collected a little bit of Trinity of Sin uh, when it tied in with um, Trinity War. Um, I read. I kept going a little bit with Pandora because I thought it was a cool concept. Um, Swamp Thing. I collect Swamp Thing avidly. I love the Swamp Thing books. Um, uh, read a little bit of Constantine um, and there's been some crossover with Constantine in the Swamp Thing books obviously because both characters are really tied to each other in their history 
Um, but yeah, the the dark books are um, prob- arguably the greatest books that DC was putting out with the New Fifty Two. Um, great. Does that include Batman? Because no. Oh, Scott's no. That doesn't include Batman. Because uh, I was going to say that's one of the best. I just started reading yeah. that, and it's like one of the best comics S- I've ever. Scott read. Snyder is one of the greatest <laughs> things that ever happened to Batman. He's a phenomenal writer. Um, I just picked up. Yeah. After- I just picked up the trade paperback of Batman Eternal, which is issues one through twenty-one mm. of the of the ongoing weekly that's been published, and uh, he he wrote that too. And he wrote he wrote the first nineteen issues of Swamp Thing, and they're incredible. And Charles Soule took over after that, and he's a phenomenal writer too. Um, yeah, highly recommend any of the Dark books; they're great. Um, Dial H was in with that. Didn't read any of those, but I heard they were really good. They got canceled. Um, uh, I, was there a Dead Man ongoing for a while? That and I'm pretty sure it's canceled. They canceled a bunch of them. That's the thing, because <laughs> they weren't. They were really good, but people weren't really buying them because nobody really knew about them. They just kept buying Batman and Superman, right. which is why Batman and Superman is flooding the market right now. Regrettably, I mean, I, I love Batman. Don't get me wrong. And Superman is uh, New Fifty Two. Superman is pretty good, but um, good thing Jeremy's not yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, those are their money makers, obviously. So they're going to oversaturate the market with that, and a bunch of really good books are getting canceled because of it, and it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, that is always unfortunate, um, but it's always kind of inevitable when you're a fan of the less popular, you know, yeah. series. Which I should reiterate, I'm going to keep saying this every week on Shazam. Everybody needs to go watch Constantine. <laughs> go watch the show on the air. Just watch go all the shows. Keep all thing. the shows on the air. <laughs> Oh, definitely, but I mean, Constantine's the one that's, like, in danger right now. (laughs) So, but yeah, um, I really hope it makes it. It's such a good show, and it keeps getting better every week. Especially this, um, Garrick, did you watch the most recent episode yet? Of Constantine? No, I'm on, uh, Jim Corrigan one. Oh, was there another one after that one? I might be an episode behind. (laughs) Oh. Are you talking about that one then? Oh wait, no, you're right. There was a no, you're right. There was another one yeah, after that wow, one. I forgot about Friday. that entirely. Yeah, I did watch that one. Okay, I'm just completely. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, so. Or it was just him and Chaz bumming around. No. Yeah. Chaz. Yeah. What happened to Zeb? She was just like. Uh, gone. Chaz said she was at art school doing something. So I don't know. Okay, maybe the guess, maybe the actress that. just had <laughs> a conflicting, or they just wanted to do an episode with just Chaz and Constantine, which was awesome. I love Chaz; he's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he is. It's better than on Glee, where pick characters just disappear with no explanation. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Okay. Um, I like Glee. Just, just saying. No, it's not. Maybe the most popular thing amongst comic book fans, but. <laughs> All right, so so who all is in the Justice League Dark? I think Del Toro said Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Dead Demon, cool. Zatanna. Uh, Zatanna is like a, she's like does magic. Yeah, right? she whatever she says backwards happens basically. That's what it was. Yeah. Let me check here. Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Demon, Zatanna. Hmm. That's what Del Toro said. So not Constantine? Not what he said. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, anyway, I'm sure we'll find out more about that as it gets closer. That one's still kind of far off, I think. When is that coming out? 2017? There's no date for it. 2018? They just turned it in a script, so... Um, Right. All right, so we have one more piece of news here. Um, apparently, Manu Bennett, a.k.a. Deathstroke, a.k.a. Slade Wilson, is returning to Arrow. So that's about it for the uh, news this week. Not a huge amount, since I mean, we were going to talk about <laughs> a movie instead, but <laughs> so we don't have a lot prepared. But, but I do want to talk about... about uh, New 52 Batman, because I just started reading that, and I've been completely blown away by it, um, which is something Scott's been trying to get me to read, but then I didn't, but then finally got around to it, so you were right. Told you. <laughs> as, as in, uh, Jeff Herrick, have you guys read that at all? Or? Not really. Nope. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> Go ahead and spoil it, I don't care. I, I don't want to necessarily talk about spoilers, 
just because I think it's something that anybody listening to this should go out and read because there's a lot of crazy things that happen and some of them you won't expect. Um, especially involving the Wayne legacy, um, particularly in volume two. So, <laughs> but the court, just the whole concept of the Court of Owls, I think is, it's going to be something that's on the level of, you know, uh, the long Halloween as far as legendary Batman stories, um, which, you know, we saw the long Halloween become sort of the basis for the Dark Knight movie. I would not be surprised if we do see either Gotham or, uh, one of the Batman movies take on the Court of Owls story. And I especially think, given the most recent episode of... Not the most recent episode, I haven't watched Monday's episode, but the one before that, the Lovecraft, the episode of Gotham, I think it is likely that uh, we will see the Court of Owls on that show. Just, yeah, I, I can feel it coming. <laughs> you can feel it. <laughs> well, you can feel it in your giblets. Exactly. So, but yeah, there's this whole idea that there's, you know, they keep saying like, you know, there's this, there's people that control everything that goes on in Gotham, you know, and all this. It just, it sounds like the Court of Owls, and the Court of Owls is, as far as I know, a very loved story. I mean, I haven't really talked to many Batman fans about it, other than you, Scott, said you really are into it, but it, yes. it I seem to get the impression it's pretty well oh, loved. Yeah, uh, most like when I go to the comic book store and talk to people about. Batman, like it, it comes up. Like Scott Snyder's work on the New Fifty Two is amazing. Yeah, and also more than just Scott Snyder, um, the artwork from Greg Greg Capullo, the way he sets up certain panels and stuff, it's very unusual. Which I've noticed with most really good Batman stories, the artwork is oh yeah tends to be a little there's bit this, non-conventional. Uh, there's this one part. Um, is it is it in Court of Owls? Yeah, it's it's because uh, yeah, there's in volume yeah, one. there's Court of Owls, which is volume one, and then there's Night of the Owls, which is volume two, and it's. Uh, they go to. I think City of Owls was. Oh, Night of Night of the Night... Owls is an in between. Like uh, it was, there was a crossover. Yeah. It's like the thing that family books. Um, yeah, and it's like the thing that's happening during Volume Two, City yeah. of Owls. Yeah. Um, there's this one panel, or this. There's a couple pages. Uh, Batman is trapped in this labyrinth that the Court of Owls have dropped him into, and he's like slowly losing mm-hmm. his mind. And the panels. Uh, as you turn the pages, they rotate 90 degrees, and you have to physically turn the book to keep reading, and it represents his descent into madness before he snaps out of it and comes back and starts kicking a whole bunch of butt. But it was it's just a really cool layout. Um, yeah. It's very House of Leaves in some ways, if anybody's read that, but uh, where you have to physically turn the book around and stuff. and But... Uh... And it's also, I mean, other than that section, there's also stuff where, like, uh, it's it's hard to describe because it is a very visual thing, but he just, he does occasionally, like, he'll uh, show, like, a panel, like, there'll be a page where everything is through, like, Batman's mask or something, like, he's wearing a suit of armor at one point, and you see, like, a couple shots through the eye holes, and then a shot through, like, the mouthpiece, and he just, he lays out the visuals in very unusual ways, but they always seem to work really well with whatever's going on. It's very interesting aesthetically and that coupled with the incredible writing from Ze- from a uh, scott snyder is just it's an amazing book no. it's really good even if you're not a huge batman fan it's worth reading as a comic book fan i wonder if some of that layout comes from snyder because uh swamp thing does the same kind of deal um it's a very organic like the panels are laid out between tree branches and there's some weird angles and uh panels flowing into each other um it's it's not rectangular boxes. It's all organic, botanical, flowy, fluid storytelling. And I wonder if some of that comes from Snyder and like when he writes his story, says here lay it out. I mean, kudos to the artists because they're doing an amazing job. But I wonder if Snyder is like saying, hey, I suggest you do this to tell this part of the story, and then the artist creates it, and brings it to life, and does a phenomenal job. Because that's a, that's a common theme through Snyder's books, is that the art tells the story really well. Do you know who's, uh, um, well, actually, it says here that, uh, I think that's actually the same artist, because I'm looking on Greg Capullo's Facebook, or, uh, Wikipedia, and it's, uh, looking to see, because in the references it says something about Swamp Thing, I'm looking to see if he is the artist on New 52 Swamp Thing. Um. No, uh, Yannick Paquette is the illustrator on Swamp Thing Volume 1, and I'm pretty sure 
He was on like, through Volume 3. Yeah, it looks like Volume 5 is where Greg Capullo. So, yeah, it might just be a Scott Snyder thing that he likes directing the panels to be like that. Um, mm. Jesus Sayas took over uh, in the 20s, and Kano was an illustrator for a while before then, too. Yeah, I don't know if Greg Capullo's actually drawn for Swamp Thing. He might have done a few pages here and there. Um, but mm. for the most that I know is that uh, Piquet was on for the first part, and then uh, Sayas has taken over for most of it now. And Sayas' art mm. is amazing. Sayas, I compare his art to Jim Lee. It's that good. Um, I love it. Yeah, I, still, I need to read Swamp Thing. It's I have it, uh, Volume 1 at least. The library, for whatever reason, the library got Volume 1 of New 52 Swamp Thing, and that's it. They stopped getting them after that. So, lame. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but going to at least read volume one at some point because you keep telling me it's good. So <laughs> now, yes. Which which came first, DC's Swamp Thing or Marvel's Man Thing? Which one's the ripoff? Um, I want to say Man Thing came first, hmm. but they were like within a year of each other. I think right. I also, I also really want to read uh, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run, which I've heard is legendary. Yes. Um, Constantine debuted in that. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, as far as uh, Batman, definitely worth reading. New 52 Batman. <laughs> um. Apparently, The Heap, which debuted in 1942 of Airboy Comics, beat both Man-Thing and Swamp-Thing by 30 years. But uh, Man-Thing appears to have had a two-month edge on DC, um, first appearing in May 1971, and yeah, Swamp Thing came out two months after that. Hmm. I know like a, a lot of things are one way or the other, they ripped the other off, so. Um. Which really, that might not even matter because like the amount of time it takes to create a comic book is like four to five months and especially back then like getting everything yeah. published and everything together they really functionally appeared at the same exact time so man thing and swamp thing are um i don't really think you can say one was the ripoff of the other i mean are they similar characters right. yeah but in the comics you you have to just i mean when i say you know something's a ripoff of something else i i don't even necessarily mean that that's a strike against it i mean deadpool is a ripoff of deathstroke but he's become you know, totally different. Well, that he was more a parody, but uh, like Thanos. Thanos was originally just kind of a ripoff of Darkseid, but he, every time that happens in comics, they end up just sort of evolving differently to the point where it doesn't matter anymore because they're both interesting separately. So, Plus, I think uh, DC uses Womp Thing more than Marvel uses Man-Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's not like, a whole lot of Man-Thing out there. <laughs> like, Man-Thing was used in Brightest Day... And he's used in Injustice and some other stuff, so... Wait, did you say Man-Thing was in Brightest Day? I mean, sorry, Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. I am offended. <laughs> we, we have seen a few Marvel-DC crossovers. Has there ever been a Swamp Thing versus Man-Thing fight? I don't know. That'd be really interesting. Uh, hmm. I'd like to see that. I don't know exactly what their power bases are compared to one another, but it just seems like a good match. Um, yeah. Or maybe the thing about Man Thing like... is, is that he's like kind of uh, like here's here's the character description on Comic Vine. Man Thing is a large, semi-intelligent creature that dwells in the Florida Everglades. Everglades. He is the sole guardian of the nexus of all realities located there. Well, that's kind of cool. The nexus of all realities is in the Florida Everglades. Mm. Swamp Thing <laughs> is um, like Swamp Thing's highly intelligent. He retains Alec Holland's memories. The the Swamp Thing from Brightest Day and before with the New 52, we realized that wasn't actually Alec Holland. It was a plant creature who thought it was Alec Holland, and then Alec Holland comes back and becomes Swamp Thing again in the New 52 um, because of what happened in Brightest Day. He was resurrected. Turns out he was actually dead the whole time, but then uh, some weird... whatever. <laughs> um, cool story. Cool story, but it, it was like, oh, really? That's what all that meant? Okay. Um, and Swamp Thing is the protector of the green which is the plant kingdom, and he's got like complete um, control over plants and can do really cool stuff with that. And he's basically, once he like comes into his full power potential, he's basically omnipotent. It's really cool because like it's the whole planet is plants. And as long as there's 
plants, he can do a whole lot of really cool things. Hmm. Um, there was this one, uh, I believe it was issue 28 of the new 52. Um, he goes underwater and confronts Aquaman and he tells Aquaman off and it was awesome. Cause you know, I mean, Aquaman in the new 52 is really awesome. I mean, Aquaman's always been awesome. Um, but Aquaman basically tells him, he's like, this is my ocean, get out. And then Swamp Thing says, plants predate humans down here by 50 billion years. This is more my kingdom than it is yours. For right now, I'm happy to let you borrow it. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> Burn. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Speaking of Aquaman... Um... I don't remember what I was going to say about Aquaman. It's been a long day. Um, so, <clears throat> anyway. So, Jeff, you haven't said a lot. Anything in DC got you interested lately? You know, you're more Marvel than DC. But... Okay. <laughs> that sums it up. Jeff, are you still there, actually? Oh. Uh-oh. It says he's still there on Skype. Um, Jeff, maybe he walked away. Maybe he got bored with us. Hey, uh, maybe. Yeah? yeah, sorry, I stepped away. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, your dedication to this podcast is unmatched. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you talked about Swamp Thing and Man Thing, and my eyes glazed over. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, wow. But no, I was just. <laughs> Not really. I, was... I just had to go do something else. I, I was just wondering, uh, you haven't said a lot. Um, anything in DC piqued your interest lately? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I finally watched the first season of Arrow. Uh, Almost all of it. I have like three episodes left. On that? It's not bad. Like, I think it got a lot more hate than it deserved, but I can totally see why people would not like it. Pretty Season two is a lot problem. better. And <laughs> yeah. You know what, Scott? You haven't even watched it, so. <laughs> I have too. I got halfway through oh, you season have? one. Oh, I thought you had like just not watched it at all or something. No, I've seen. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen a fair amount. I think if if I could say anything to anybody who gave up on season one or just thought season one was okay, watch watch season two. It's a lot better. Yeah, my roommate is really into it, and he said it really picks up in season two, and I believe it, it. does. I've seen I've seen a few season two episodes as he's watching it. I'm like, okay, yeah, but the, it seems like there's just a whole lot of yelling at people and stuff not getting done, and I, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all the problems that Oliver has could be fixed really easily if he just started telling people. He if everybody calmed stuff. down and communicated better, pretty yeah. sure each season would be about half as long as what they already are. <laughs> and that's that's my biggest problem with season one. I think in season two they got better at it, but season one it's like constantly all the characters that should be getting along are arguing with each other over nothing. But in in season two I think that improves. There's still some of it, especially towards like the end of the season it gets a little bit more back into that sort of they're all yelling at each other. But season one though it got <laughs> to the point where I was like, Why are you even how do you even why do you even associate with each other? If I had you know, people you know, f friends and family like that, it, that would be horrible <laughs> if we were just constantly <laughs> yelling at each other. But uh, <laughs> There's also but yeah, like a get... bare minimum of DC references. And, like, even when that, they do, it's always, like, at an arm's length. Of that like, gets better yeah. in Season 2. Like, I mean, Ray uh, Palmer's in Season 3 now, so that's yeah, that's Yeah, there was, uh, what, it was when, uh, oh, when uh, Laurel's mom came back ah dr river song yeah <laughs> from doctor like yeah. she came back to town and she's like she's from central city and yeah. so like she's getting ready to leave she goes oh gotta go back to central city i'll be home yeah, in a flash be. and yeah. i'm like uh <laughs> like there wasn't they made another like... flash reference like right after that too from, yeah it was like, it was bad it was, but... they had yeah, another but, thing um... about like uh, this, they had a picture of Sarah, and he's like, "I don't mm. know why her dad got that canary." Yeah. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. See, I can't. I can't deal with that. It gets. It. It, it gets better though. It really does get better. Those are like minor parts. There's some part. There's some episodes that are really good, and there's some episodes yeah. that's like. Oh, the fighting is always awesome. That, that, anytime there's, there's an action scene, it's really good though. So. Yeah. Yeah. The best episode so far has been the entire flashback episode to the island with him and Deathstroke mm. doing their little side mission. 
yeah, where it was, was like funny. that was the only thing and they didn't have to constantly like flashback for 30 seconds and then flashback to the future and then flashback again for 30 seconds yeah to that gets present. annoying after a while so but let, let's be honest though that it's worth watching the show just because Felicity Smoke is on the show oh man so. yeah oh man <laughs> She's really fine. can't emphasize that enough. Does she get better in the second season? Yeah. Because I feel like in the first it, season, she's just like a plot device to be smart. Yeah, she's like, I don't know how to solve this. Felicity, you solved this. I got it. It's blah, blah, blah. Okay, thank you. And she makes some awkward <laughs> reference, and then everyone goes, oh, Felicity. That's why, that's, that's why she's so great, though. She's just so awkward. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like that's her character, oh, is that she's She does awkward. get better. She does get more interesting later, though. They actually just recently did a whole episode that was like about her backstory and stuff but okay that's cool but yeah like yeah. at least right now she's just someone who can do smart stuff for them and mm. makes an awkward reference and for me i, I binge watched uh first two seasons in a pretty reasonably short amount of time so it kind of gets mixed up in my mind what happened when but yeah i'm pretty sure she gets more interesting her dialogue gets better um okay she gets more focused so she's not just showing up to solve problems she actually has more character development and stuff yeah that's that's mostly what i was hoping for and she but, needs to be with barry i don't i don't care what who he's barry supposed to be with sister. she needs to be with barry <laughs> yeah but <laughs> that's Spoilers, a whole other thing trevor it's okay to be wrong oh <laughs> well, wait how did i spoil something i don't know <laughs> well, i guess i spoiled that they're not currently dating but <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, they, they should be. But anyway, um, yeah, one, one of these say, days. Oh, no, that's a, that's actually a spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to talk about these ongoing TV shows without spoiling. Um, yeah, rape. I am. I think most excited about it. I can't talk today. Uh, I think I'm most excited. <laughs> I think I'm most excited about Ray Palmer right now, especially after without spoiling what happened. What happened in the most recent episode of Arrow at the end? He's Adam, I'm just right? Really about yeah, he's he's the Adam. Um, and it looks played like by Superman. Going, yeah, played by Superman. Yeah, Brandon Routh is playing uh, the Adam on Arrow, so that's just awesome. Because as even though I'm not a huge Superman Returns fan, I do like him as an actor. I think he was good in that, so it's nice to see him back in the DC universe. Mm, I agree. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you should watch Arrow, Scott. It has care. Adam in it. <laughs> <sighs> One of these days. You should One of these at, days. It, at least watch The Flash, because it's actually really, really great. <laughs> it doesn't have all the drama. Um, it's more of just a comic book show. So, Speaking of The Flash, if anybody listened to this tried to watch The Flash this week and was confused as to why... The picture went out, or an entire scene was skipped, or whatever. The broadcast was completely messed up, so the I podcast. recommend broadcast. Oh, I thought you said podcast. <laughs> no, like, yeah. What? Are we, <laughs> no, are we was... airing it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, big news. Um, we actually have an exclusive deal now with the CW. That would be cool. Um, yeah, that would actually. Don't know how that would work, but <laughs> but anyway, yeah. There was some something went wrong, so. The Flash was all messed up. I recommend going on their website when it goes up there, or Hulu, and just watching it there. Hulu probably won't so. have it for a week, though. No, not unless you have Hulu Plus. Yeah. But I think the CW website does get it sooner. Yeah, so. but you have to uh, log in with your your uh, television provider to uh, really? get access. I usually... Oh, is that just for like the most recent one or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe, <laughs> hopefully they'll air it tomorrow before the episode of Arrow, just because they did mess up, um, or Dish messed up, or somebody, because I think it was just Dish. Um, anybody who had Dish got messed up, so. Whatever the case, I hope they air it again, because that's really annoying. <laughs> well, that's about all I know of to talk about this week. We didn't really plan on doing a normal show this week, um, but... We all kind of didn't watch the serial, except Scott. Except for me. So, yeah, kudos. Come on, guys. <laughs> and it was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. It was way yeah, better I liked than what I saw. Captain America serial. I, Not that the I Captain thought... America serial was bad, but the mm. Captain Marvel serial was awesome. Like, it stayed like... true to the actual story. 
Yeah, and I've even read that, like, they said, aside from the Flash Gordon serials, this was, like, the greatest serial ever made. Hmm. Huh. Flash. I thought this... Gordon. <laughs> I thought the, uh... I mean, obviously, this is much better than Captain America as far as that this is actually about Captain Marvel, whereas Captain America wasn't about Captain America. It was about some guy in a costume. Um... But as far as the story, I thought Captain Mar Captain America had a uh, really interesting story. The Captain oh, Marvel yeah. story um, for the serial. I'm on episode four. It's the furthest I got, but I don't know. I don't. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know if I like it better than Captain America. But I don't know. it is definitely more true to the comics as far as his, you know, he has superpowers and stuff, and his costume looks right. But we'll talk about that uh hopefully next week we can all watch it before then <laughs> um okay. in, the in the meantime anybody uh have any other dc stuff they want to talk about on this sort of impromptu episode um nope <laughs> scott i have more stuff for marvel <laughs> um <laughs> hmm. um hmm. Oh, Christian uh, Bale said he might. He he kind of wanted oh, yeah. to be Batman again. Yeah, he said he wanted to. If Christopher Nolan directs, which I wouldn't mind having another Dark Knight movie ongoing, you know, just separate from everything else. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Plus, I think Christian Bale wouldn't like that. There, like, there's two people being Batman. Yeah. It just seems like something he wouldn't enjoy. <laughs> he wouldn't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, I love Christian Bale and pretty much everything, and I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but he... I'm just... I don't... I'm not a huge like fan of him as Batman. As Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I love him as Bruce Wayne. Not crazy about him as Batman. Yeah. I'm hey, actually... I Miss Kyle, you want to know my secret identity? <laughs> Is it Bruce Wayne? <laughs> I know everybody! I mean... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that from, like, a thing? That's from uh, How It Should Have Ended. That's what it was. <laughs> Man, I watch too much YouTube. But apparently you do, too. <laughs> hey, it's How It Should Have Ended. It's great. Yeah. Fair enough. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm not crazy. I, I know this is blasphemy, but I'm not crazy about Michael Keaton as Batman. How, how dare you? <laughs> hey, he's okay. Get out. But... Get out. <laughs> Boo! To be fair, the only thing I really like about that movie is Jack Nicholson. So, anyway, and Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Alfred's good and Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just because I didn't watch it growing up, so my standards were already, you know, Dark Knight. Um, That's your excuse for Superman too. Yeah, it's an excuse I use a lot. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a very good excuse either. <laughs> nah, but I just I can't get into superhero movies from the seventies and eighties. I don't know why. It's Tim Burton in his prime with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Well, I, I like Jack Nicholson. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I still haven't watched Batman Returns, so Which maybe I'll like that better. Michael Keaton, the best live-action Batman. Maybe I'll like him better in that one. I, I like Batman Returns better than Batman. Hmm. I think Penguin's really good. They just kind of let Tim Burton do whatever he wanted. Yeah, it's pretty much just Tim Burton gone crazy. Because the penguin is really weird, and so is Catwoman. Kind of, oh yeah, it works. Yeah, it's all really weird, but I like it. <laughs> Speaking With of which, the penguin he... army yeah. With I, rocket I just... launchers on their backs. <laughs> Wait, are they actually penguins? Oh yeah. Oh okay. I need to watch this movie. It's on Netflix now, so. Well, yeah, both Batman and Christopher uh, Walken Batman in it too. Are Netflix. Really? Well, who does he play? Uh, the business guy. I forget his name. Hmm. Who? Who does who play? Christopher Walken. Oh man, I didn't even know he was in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Max Shrek. He's like a business hmm. guy. Interesting. Yeah, I like Batman Returns. Didn't they? Uh, they also change who Two Face is, or is that in one of the later ones? Like I know Billy D. Williams plays him in Batman. He's Harvey the first Dent. Batman movie. And then Batman Forever, it's not Billy D. Williams; it's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, they look the same, so you know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of a bit. A little bit different. Um, 
Yeah, I, I apologize. My my knowledge of '80s superhero movies is somewhat lacking. For shame. But when it comes to the '40s, um, I'm getting there. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for this week. Um, apologize for this podcast being really disorganized and everything, but we it it just yeah that happened. Disorganized podcasts are the best podcasts. <laughs> what? What was that, Jeff? Disorganized podcasts are the best podcasts. Yeah. I mean, we saw what happened that one time where we couldn't get our opening right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Gosh. Where we had an eight-minute thing at the end just because yeah. it was all gold. Yeah, that that was good. That was fun. <laughs> you know that that I don't know what I'm going to use at the end of this episode. There hasn't really been nothing's really stuck out. Hmm. It's kind of a shame. Maybe you can oh, use well. yourself for referencing that there's nothing to put at the end. In the end. That's pretty meta. <laughs> might, be, might be going a little too far for the fourth, ep- fourth episode. <laughs> That's more of like a tenth episode. I'm so episode. meta, even this acronym. <laughs> <laughs> because babies. Because babies. Or no, it was because life babies remember. That's it. Remember. You're starting to crackle, or someone's starting to crackle. You're... Is my mic doing the thing again? Is it doing the thing? <laughs> it's so, yeah, I, do I better the thing. <laughs> I, I should, we should probably end this before it gets any weirder. <laughs> All right. So next week, expect um, hopefully a more <laughs> planned Plan, episode planned. where we review the adventures of Captain Marvel. Just, you know, everybody remember to actually watch it this time. Um, that that would be ideal. So, Trevor, I'm going to be honest. I can't understand that boring <laughs> yeah. thing you're saying. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so much better. Can you hear okay. me now? Good. Yeah. So wow, this episode. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody listening. <laughs> this was. Uh, we'll edit it. Okay. Yeah. I might edit some stuff out of this one. A lot of stuff out of this. <laughs> so in the meantime, uh, next week expect um, normal episode of Excelsior, uh, Shazam movie review of Adventures of Captain Marvel. I wasn't <laughs> able to watch it. Shazam movie Agent. review of Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that isn't appropriate. Yeah, we dropped the ball on the one really appropriate movie for this podcast. What are we doing, guys? Shazam. Everything Especially wrong. Scott. I mean, really. Excuse me, I did it right. <laughs> I was all prepared and psyched up to talk about this thing because I loved it. And then here you guys are, not doing your job. Jeff is sitting there in his Captain Marvel T-shirt with ten pages of notes, and I didn't watch it at all. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess were... I could be sitting here with we notes were... about something I didn't watch. So this is this is what happened with Jeff. We were trying on Facebook to contact him for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> and we he just you wasn't died, on Facebook. <laughs> I kind of just forgot Facebook existed for a little while there. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh yeah, there's messages that I probably should read. And sure enough, there was like way too many that to scroll back to read. So I don't know what you said, but I'm sure it was all very important things. Like you were at, like that we're watching Captain Marvel this week. Yeah, that was kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Awkward. Next week, you know. Live and learn. Eh, well, you know, we're on episode four of Shazam. It's still early in the game. We can make mistakes. <laughs> Listeners are forgiving. No, you oh, totally. perfect. I am perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... No comment. <laughs> wow. Harsh. All right, so... In the meantime... We'll see you next week. Sorry. <laughs> same, same bat, bat time. time. Same bat channel. I'm sorry, I stepped all over you. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end this episode. See ya, guys. Bye-bye. Enough said. Wait, no. No, it's the wrong one. That's 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 the intro music. Oh. <laughs>